about finding your way in life or finding your purpose, a lot of people have this preconceived thought that a structured and balanced approach will guarantee success in what it is you're looking for or success in how you will obtain said goal. But for the most part, those that are limitless in their creative thought and their attempts to do things that make them happy and their pursuit of happiness find out that that approach just isn't true. Sometimes what it is you're meant to do, what it is that makes you happy ends up falling on your lap when you least expect it. Today, the Journeyman Chronicles gets to know Rock 10 Productions and the man behind the production, Mr. Byron Morrison. Byron shares just hanging out with his friends, creating a band, not knowing what he's doing, but knowing that he enjoyed the camaraderie, ended up putting him on a course to be the owner of Rock 10 Productions, an engineer at Rock 10 Productions, to have so many different interactions and connections with different people in music and in life. All while doing this at a very young age, being able to have gone through so many different things where he's fortunate enough to be standing here right now doing what he's doing and just embracing life for what it is. So let's get to know Byron Morrison, Rock 10 Productions, and the man who simply just wants to live life with a smile on his face, enjoying good times with good people. This is Byron Morrison's journey. And these are the Journeyman Chronicles. Oh my goodness. Episode 28 is in full effect. Welcome back to the Journeyman Chronicles. You know my name. It is Felix C. Arroyo. C is for Christopher, but only my mama calls me that. No disrespect. Just please don't call me Christopher. I just put the C in there because I like the way it makes my name sound. Felix C. Arroyo. Yes. And these are the Journeyman Chronicles. We are getting to know different people throughout this podcast, which is exciting because that was the point from the very beginning. And today is no exception. I'm talking to Byron Morrison in this interview. Byron actually reached out to me, which I thought was dope as shit because Byron also hosts a podcast called Earspace. He owns Rock 10 Productions, and that is where he records his podcast along with recording bands and other artists, even making music on his own. He's got a lot of stuff under his belt. Some of it he kept tucked away. He didn't give me everything, and I can understand it. Trust me. Byron's cool as shit, real laid back. Um, just, you know, I could just tell he, he, the, the, the creative mind, uh, can kind of recognize another creative mind if, if that makes any sense. And, it, you know, some people just like to just sit back and observe. Uh, I know I'm like that. And I kind of felt like Byron was the same way, just real relaxed. You know, th- there's no need to get all hyped up, but he's mad cool, loves to talk, has a lot of shit to talk about, loves to have good conversations, And his story and his journey was great to hear. So I'm happy to finally share that with you. Let's get to it. This was originally recorded uh, Wednesday evening, April 20th at TCP Studio in Lancaster City. Now, here it is for you to listen to. Journeyman Chronicles, episode 28, Byron Morrison. Let's go. Um, But there's a couple things I want to talk about. First and foremost, 
music and production, Rock 10 Productions, the yeah. whole uh, owning your own production company. Uh, when when did this come about? Because you're 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 fairly young. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm 28. Yeah. yeah. So and, and when I'm looking online, you started Rock Ten Productions in 2013, mm. roughly. Is that yeah, right? yeah, like 2012, like officially, but actually 2013. Yeah. Okay, so take me back then. This is nine, ten years ago. You're 18, yeah. 19 years old. Yeah, yeah. What's what's going through your mind? Were you, did you grow up in a in a musically inclined household, or were you always I mean, surrounded by? My family's not really musical at all. Um, you know, my I remember like vague memories of like my dad like singing when I was little, but not like you know yeah. like playing the piano and you know doing all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, when I was in two two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, I was in a um, like a screamo band. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were called Shattered or emo. Or is this like it kind of yeah? It was like like uh, kind of like deathcore. Okay, or okay. like um, yeah. if you're familiar with like uh, grindcore or like scream, like there's the genre of uh, like real heavy rock gotcha. where it's like just like guttural, like yeah. bree, 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 yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so in like 2007, 2008, somewhere around then, a buddy of mine was in a band. And his his fam was super into music, and they had a practice space at their house. And like I had no idea anything about music. wasn't class like, classically trained. wasn't uh, really practiced at anything. But I was like, oh, I want to get girls, and like <laughs> yeah. let's start a band. You know what I mean? It'll be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and some of those guys knew a lot more, um, you know, what they were actually doing. But we uh, we played a bunch of local shows at the time. The Chameleon was like this awesome venue in Lancaster. Yep. Everyone was trying to get in there and Absolutely. stuff. We, we got to play there. I was really stoked. Um, was it was like, that was, what, what was it like? Um, so we were on a, like, everyone's friends here bill, where it was like a metal band, a rapper, a country, country. Or, you know what I mean? It was okay. So there was a real, was there was a, a lot of people there, <laughs> but it was like, whether they were digging what we were doing, like, we definitely brought people out, like, we were real nice with selling tickets and shit. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if, like, <laughs> there were really a lot of people there, like, to see us specifically. Um, like, during that time period in my life, we had an opportunity to record a record um, at the time with uh, uh, Grant McFarland and Carson Slovak, who have uh, Atrium Audio over at Rocklet, it's now. Um, they had a studio over at uh, 417 West Grand Street, which is where Rock 10 is, where my studio's at. But back in the day, there was just one studio there. It was called Century, and that's where Grant and Carson were working at. I fell in love with the being in a studio, at like from being yeah. like around that shit, and then. You know, I can really get into it if you want, but a whole lot of other stuff oh, happened. Yeah. So you were already um, in the building, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It was, and then yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Like when I uh, years later, I was looking for a studio space. You know, a bunch of different things happened in between you know, then and and then, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, that was in like 2014, 2015. Um, I was looking online and I, f I saw that address and I was like, no way. And it turns out they had actually like built out some more spaces in that building. Uh, so now there's like two studios okay, up there. I got myself. You. And Triforce, who runs the studio that Grant and Carson had, and then there's some like practice spaces up gotcha. there and whatnot. What were you yeah. playing in your band? Um, so I played. <laughs> uh, I started out on the bass guitar. Okay. Um, because so like our one at, at the height of it, I think we had like seven members. We had oh wow three vocalists, a drummer, um, 
two guitarists. Yeah, it was like seven, eight people. I don't know, but is that common um, for a band like that many people? Not you? for a, not for a metal band. Yeah, you were just going all out. Well, like we we had a lot of ideas. Okay, you know, and it was like a lot of like you know people not being able to commit to um, playing and like. You know, I was always there, but I was like the least talented out of everybody. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, some of those guys uh, were like, they shred. You know, there's this kid, Nate La uh, Lavender, that was like a crazy guitarist, could play like any instrument. Um, he would write all of our songs for us. And then we had at one point two or three vocalists and then a drummer and, and the bassist, guitarist, and whatnot. It was wild, but I, I played the bass a little bit because it was like, it was the easiest thing that they could show me how to play okay would be like byron just play this yeah. play, like really simple okay, stuff yeah yeah and i would like learn that and then i would just do that that lasted for like a little bit um because clearly i wasn't that good you know <laughs> and they went out and got an actual bassist gotcha um, shout out to uh, sergio torres it was the bassist for shadow the facade back then they did that and then i was playing like the synth um and i was just borrowing like somebody's keyboard but then somehow or another it got like broken and they kind of like kicked me out of the band and shit and like uh <laughs> you know it was salt water like, under yeah the bridge but then i like went but then i like went back into it and then okay. like i like it was just like a revolving like shit show you yeah know? but I'm, I'm still like real good friends with all those guys i actually just saw um dalton bowder on, on my way over here he's in a real kick-ass band called cave paint you should cave definitely paint. yeah they should definitely check them out okay. real psychedelic shit. absolutely cave yeah, paint. Yeah, check yeah. Them out. you said you weren't musically inclined and you didn't grow up in a household that had me that's all good that had music in it so what was it yeah. about music for you besides the fact that you wanted to get the girls in the band yeah I mean, right right about music that um that you gravitated to that you're doing what you're doing now <laughs> yeah isn't it just that simple i guess yeah i mean it was really just like <laughs> trying to get girls and then like i don't know i always like when uh, it's weird like when i was like, growing up it was never like oh like all, my friends weren't like oh i got the cool new shoes or i got the, it's like i got the cool new song have you heard this song yet you know what i mean there's a lot of like coolness being derived from finding new music you know what yeah. i mean so i was like scouring the internet and finding all these like real crazy playlists and like wild remixes and stuff and i started kind of like djing like just playing songs for people making people mix cds and shit gotcha. like that and like i i had been doing that before and to kind of during the band but then when i went got into the band stuff i just like fell in love with the the time that we were in being in the studio and was like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life like i had so much fun recording that album that it was like a light switch went okay. off and i was like everything that i do for the next like 10 years is all going to be like trying to get me to where i want to yeah. be you know yeah. what i mean where did because you're making beats right? yeah yeah and i, yeah, I yeah. listen to your beats and they're yeah. nothing to joke about they're uh, good thanks beats. yeah i make a lot of weird shit yeah yeah but there yeah. there's a lot of like uh like there's like a lo-fi vibe yeah. sometimes i'm listening well, i mean to. i learned a lot since like i started taking it seriously you yeah. know what i mean um, I still never really like took any like piano lessons or anything like that. Like I have a really good ear, so I can kind of sit down and like noodle around. Mm -hmm. But if you were to play like play a uh, say like play a F minor seven or whatever, yeah. I'd be like I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you're just going off the ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I have good rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like at some point during all that, I got a uh, like a little uh, MPK mini little keyboard with the drum pads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was learning how to like mess around with like uh, fruity loops and stuff like that. Gotcha. And I just kind of like kept doing that for years until I actually like figured out how to like structure songs. Have you always been into like the that type of boom bap type vibe. The, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I hear yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, when listening to your beats and there's a lot of sampled hip hop that sounds yeah. like really dope shit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. man. Um, yeah, I mean. 
I I listen to like all kinds of music, yeah. you know. Um, but like if you were to look at like my recent Spotify playlist, it's like grindcore, yeah. crazy death metal shit, and like Big L and like Raekwon and like all like you know like older yeah. kind of like '90s boom bap chill yeah. vibe type yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Also, some more like modern, you know, but still within that world, like Joey Badass and like Griselda and like Benny, you know, all the guys from Griselda. Is that your lane shit. of music? That That's what I like to listen to yeah. the most. Um, personally, I also yeah. listen to like classical music and like weird meditation psychedelic rock shit when i'm not at the studio you know what i mean but when i'm at the studio like i'm working on who knows what kind of music so you're using music you know. a lot with everything that you're doing besides i mean i know you're working but as far as like when you're driving when you're cleaning when you're doing is music always involved in your life or is there or not as much yes and no i mean it depends like i guess it depends on like how long like if i'm going on a really long drive like i'll probably listen to podcasts yeah. If I'm just like bopping down to the store real quick, like I oftentimes will listen to anything. Um, it all it really depends too on like what's going on that week. Cause like, for example, like two Saturdays ago, I had like a ten hour day of like recording drums, and like I didn't want to listen to like any percussion that whole week. Okay. I was listening to like a lot of ambient stuff. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of talk radio. I was like, I do not want to listen to like so anyone playing in, the drums. Someone came in and just recorded drums. Yeah, so we were um uh, we're currently working with a bunch of different artists, um, but one of them is this band called the Anots. Um, it's a punk group that uh, they're from York. Yeah. They haven't put out a project since like '91 or oh, something wow. like that, and they got back together and they're uh, they're doing a record with us. Um, yeah, and we had, you know, it's like 11 songs or something like that. So we just had like a full day of just the drums for everything. And is that typical? You're doing a, the drums just one day or, or? I mean, it depends on how many songs there are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what kind of project it is, obviously, too. Yeah. Like um, for the most part, we work, and I say we because I have another um, engineer that works for us or works for me. Um, works at rock 10 however you want to say it's still weird for me to Fair be like enough. my no, first like yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah um yeah. you know big 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 shout out to uh ian Cornelius. he's a great guy drummer um yeah. he plays in a whole bunch of bands uh flapjack jones and the bender bros uh split um whole bunch of stuff but uh yeah um it, it depends on like what kind of music we're recording um for the longest time i had been working with like just vocalists because when I first got into this world, I only had one microphone. Okay. And I was like, what can I record with one microphone? Vocalists. Right. And then I just, like, did that for so long that I made so many connections within that world and, like, also just got really, really good at, like, vocal editing. Um, so I'd say, like, a lot of people get in touch with me to just do vocals. Okay, wow. But we also do, like, full bands and, you know, You got the space for obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, How yeah. does that work? You, you mean, are they setting up? Like yes, the drum set and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one thing I'm really naive about. I've seen it done once, a long mm -hmm. time ago. Yeah, yeah. We'll do like you know multiple microphones on different elements of okay. the drum kit and stuff. I think for the A knots one, we did twelve mics on the drums. Wow. It was uh, two on the kick, uh, overheads, which is two stereo overheads, uh, snare mic, toms. That's two. So we're at six or seven. Uh, we had a hi-hat mic. Um, there was a talkback mic that technically counts as one. Okay. And then it. there was something else and something else. I don't remember. Yeah, 12 mics. Um, damn. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure we just get like real sure, like yeah. full sound. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but yeah, normally breaking down like the different elements of the band, in my opinion, are is ideal. Like, yeah. I've recorded 
you know, singer songwriters where like they're playing the guitar, like an acoustic guitar, and they're singing at the same time, and we have a couple mics on them, and we just record it like that for sure. And you can definitely get like a vibe from that. But if it was completely up to me, I would always record each different element like by itself. Yeah. Um, even in like having them all playing at the, the same time, but like in you know spaced out enough. So yeah, because you got them all tracked you know. out, you can adjust. Yeah. Each yeah, yeah. One by. Sorry, I went tangent. Answer my bad. No, no, I love it. It's um. You know, uh, when it comes to music, I'm I'm always fascinated by um, different elements of music and music production, and and the engineer is like the unspoken hero of what happens in the <laughs> studio. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of obviously the artist and the producer of said beat or the composer of the music, but the person that's making shit happen and making the sound right, and you know that they, you don't hear about that. Yeah, uh, and so. I think it's pretty dope that you just kind of fell into this world and you loved it and you're all in. Yeah. So here you are now, Rock 10 Productions, 10 years. We're going on 10, 10 years. Yeah, that's what I've just been saying. Yeah. I mean, like technically it's like nine and a half sure. or it's 11 or like, I don't no, really, it's, it's, you know yeah, what I mean? It's a good solid number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 yeah, years. Yeah. I mean, that's, and to be doing that, I mean, God, you're 28 years yeah, old. So yeah. where do you, like, what's your your goal are you just enjoying what you're doing and yeah. you're writing it out or do you have like an like idea secret of what mission you, yeah like yeah, are you trying to expand is yeah, it yeah yeah i mean i don't want to like not to be like oh i don't want to give away all the sauce or whatever no, no, I um just there's just so many different things happening at the same time that i don't want to you know commit to something until it's like for sure gonna happen yeah um but yeah i mean but like, there are some things that are brilliant. yeah 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 um like the biggest one i can't like super get super get into um it's more of like a location thing sure. we'll kind of hint at that okay um but yeah i mean i love it i love doing this you yeah. know so like in that aspect of it yeah i'm just enjoying what i'm doing but overall yeah i mean like with the podcast versus the studio and the beat stuff and we're doing some like crazy shit with like web 3 stuff and like mm. there's a lot of like weird things going on yeah. at the same time you know um but i'd say like my biggest goal is just to like you know smile every day and yeah absolutely. make good music you know yeah oh, i yeah. dig it yeah you mentioned web 3 are you are you yeah. getting into the nft world yeah well I, i'm really really fascinated by like the um smart contract like yeah uh concept when it comes to like licensing music <laughs> um it's crazy yeah that, i actually had a really good call this morning um with a buddy of mine that does stuff with, like a uh, uh, crypto cannabis club okay that's what it's called um that whole world is like so foreign to me i've been like trying to research as much as i can while still like you know staying up to date on different music stuff and you know personal life and whatever whatever on uh, running a business yeah um but yeah we're gonna do some stuff in that world i think with both rock 10 and ear space there's just not 100 so percent sure with the podcast but yeah. something yeah. yeah yeah you would have to i mean just just the fact that you you know you have to yeah because there's just so much like you know like i'm just like you said i'm trying to get hip to it but it's changing yeah like, right really fast yeah and i'm you know I'm, I'm trying to get hip to it as much as possible but at the same time it's like i got a fucking i got a life to live in it yeah. you really can get lost in this rabbit hole of like you know the nft world and i got like gary v on my fucking <laughs> headphones yeah, like, you yeah. know, pounding nfts into yeah. my head here 
Um, you brought up Earspace. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the podcast because yeah. uh, I, while listening to your podcast, I can't remember which one, but I remember hearing you kind of say something along the lines of like, it wasn't, you weren't expecting to take it where it is now. Yeah, 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 talk yeah. Talk about that for me. <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. I still, I feel weird even talking about it on other people's podcasts, <laughs> like that, like aspect of it. Yeah. Um. But so I'll just, I'll, I'll give you like the, the, the rundown, I guess. Right. Sure. So I started it just kind of as like a fun thing that I was going to do. I was like, oh, I'll just start a podcast. Why not? You know, I have all these microphones and shit. I have some time. I'll interview people. Maybe I'll put it out. Maybe I won't. Whatever. Um, and what I was doing was like I, I was kind of curating it more. Like the first thirty or forty episodes were actually released in seasons. Now, if you go to the feed, like they're all just there. Yeah. But if you listen to them, it's like, hey, what's up? Welcome to season three, episode yeah. whatever. You know. Yeah. Um. So I was doing like I would do ten episodes. I would go out. I would find ten people. And I sucked at it really bad. Like when I was first starting out, I'm just be honest. How it always if you go back and listen to it, like it's embarrassing. Um, like I'm, at, I'm so naked on the mic, just or green on the mic, just like you know, uh, hi, my name's Byron. Like, what, what's your name and occupation? Like, you know, question <laughs> answer, question answer type thing. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really like take it seriously. I was like, I'm never gonna make money off this. This is just a fun thing I'm gonna do. I'm still in like the back of my mind. I don't really want to monetize it. Yeah. Um. Just because I feel like I I have I went down that road already with like especially like with making beats where like it was something that I loved so much and then I got money involved and people started paying me for it and I felt like weird yeah. you know what I mean and it kind of changed how I was doing it and I don't want to do that with the podcast because the podcast to me is like so authentic and yeah, like it is just you know it's really not it's thought cool, dude. of it's you know? like a, a like people just chilling yeah whatever comes up we just talk about yeah. it it's real low-key and it's a low-key vibe yeah, yeah yeah right but i mean like with that still being said like um we have really really shitty like shout out if you listen to the podcast like like some of our shit on instagram or yeah. whatever like we have a horrible interaction with our uh fans and stuff but the biggest thing is is i don't push it at all yeah like i don't i understand that instagram is cool like we get a couple likes and people follow the shit or whatever but like i really don't see any like turnaround from the people that are listening to the podcast the people that are like going from instagram to listen to it or whatever you know what i mean so i've never really like given that much of a shit about it which i understand like for growth and for this that and the other but mind you that's like it's all based on what I'm about to say. Like, um, I try really, really hard to like, keep it kind of like, uh, shielded to be like, Oh, like, it's not like we're getting like millions and millions of streams and shit. But I recently got a statistic report and we're like the top 10% out of all the podcasts out of like 3 million some podcasts. So like a lot of people do listen to it. Like I I hate to like put the stats out there a whole lot. Cause it's like, I feel like I get a lot of people that hit me up that are like, I want to promote this let me come on your show and like i don't really want it to be like that even though i do promote people's work and stuff like hardcore like i've always wanted it to be like just random like hey you know nice to meet you let's talk oh you do this thing that's fine we can promote that not like just for the love you know like you know no, I dig it. I dig it. But I mean, I don't knock it. I don't knock promotion at all. You know, obviously. I don't really know who's listening. Like yeah. until something like what you just said, or like you know, I'll, somebody will kind of tell me like, "Hey, when's the next episode going?" Like I didn't even know you were yeah fucking listening to the episode because yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard in the uh, the social media right. and trying to navigate that. Like it's that's a when we talk about wormholes, that's another one where it's just like, how can I how can I 
plug it? How can I work this? Yeah. How can I share it? How can I? And sometimes I'm just like, dude, I just want to fucking just make the podcast, right? And just kind of like throw it just, out there. Maybe just a little blip here and then, but yeah, you get you get the same seven people that like it, and those are like yeah. the ride or dies. Yeah, but yeah, but the podcast. Um, what I love about your podcast is that it's really, really a relaxing conversation. That kind of that it's an organic conversation that takes place in the moment. Mm. It's not like uh, such a strict. Uh, like you mentioned at the beginning, you had that very "what's your name" and, and what's your yeah, education. right, right, right. I can I can tell as it is, as it has it evolved, it's not like that anymore. It's more like a, a shoot the shit. Do you do you have like a when you're talking to somebody? Do you have like a a way to navigate through your conversation, or you just really <laughs> Kinda, just throwing shit know. out there? Like when I first started it, my girlfriend and I wrote like 300 questions, and we we're like, I'm gonna have these 300 questions on like my phone or on an iPad or on, written down or whatever, and I'll just kind of like randomly go through them and ask them. That's how it first started out. Okay. There were some questions that like carried on throughout episodes after I stopped doing that because I felt like they always like yielded like an interesting answer, but otherwise that for the most part it's just in the moment, like hey. I don't know. Like one part, one like conversation might go down a certain road, and then that makes me think of something else yeah. to ask. But like the biggest thing that I always try to do is like I try to do zero research yeah. on anybody because not to sound like pretentious or whatever, but I, I was always super confused about like you'd watch an interview and the the host knows everything about the guest, <laughs> and I know why they do it. Yeah. Like if you re do a lot of research, like you can ask like very specific questions to like get something out of somebody, yeah. right? That's why like all interviews are structured like that. Yeah. It totally makes sense. But I was always like, well, why would you ask the questions if you already know the answer? Yeah, you know, like it's. I just want it to be like a conversation between myself and the guest and then like other people get to hear it. Not yeah. like we're on a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I don't do video. Like, I like I've that. been kind of dabbling around with it. Um, I did like, I'm not going to get into the super specifics cause I'm not really sure like what's happening with it, but I hired a videographer. We filmed like 20 episodes. I went out and got some camera gear, started filming stuff quickly realized that like I could take, you know, my like basically like i don't i don't edit the podcast at all i just mix it yeah so if i record for an hour in like 30 minutes or whatever the podcast is essentially ready to get uploaded so an hour and 30 per episode time for me i'm like i can make that work yeah but then i started like getting into like very very light like static shot video editing and it was like oh this whole thing is going to take now like four hours or whatever plus yeah. like i'm shooting stuff in 4k and it's an hour long and now I have like a, like sixty gigabytes yeah. or whatever of data, and I have a lot of storage, but still like. But that goes quick. You know, on, on average, I make about like three terabytes of data every year, um, maybe three, three and a half of just like because I keep all of my yeah. clients' data and stuff. Yeah. Um, How long do you keep it for? Forever. Forever. Really? Yeah. There are there's some stuff that like, um, I've gotten rid of over the years because I'm like this person's like in jail or yeah. dead or yeah. like shit like that but yeah. like if it's not like that yeah i'll keep everything nice um just literally because of like one time i had an artist reach out to me years after i had worked with them and was like hey i need radio edits for these songs that we did like do you still have the session files and i was like you know what i do and it was like you know really made his day and it worked out like great sweet so i was like oh yeah like i should just never delete anyone's shit yeah, so I got it all. One of the things that you do at the end of, towards the end of your interviews or podcasts, however you want to yeah, label yeah. them, um, is you'll you'll you start asking questions and, and you always ask like a, 
I don't want to say a dark question, but you always <laughs> ask something that, that kind yeah. of provokes. Is that something that you're always doing? I have doing been. With yeah, I have. I realized. I was like, dude, someone's gonna call me out for this at some point. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying something along yeah. the lines like, "I like to ask all my guests this." And yeah. I'm, I'm like, this is actually pretty good because sometimes someone's not ready for that. And yeah. You put them on that. I'll be honest. Like the whole. It, honestly, I, the question you're talking about for sure is like, what's the most emotional pain you've ever yes. dealt with? Yeah. Yo. So like when I first started doing the podcast. One of the we Lindsay and I, my, my girlfriend and I that, that made the the questions, we had a lot of questions that had like double sides to it. So one of them was like, What's the most physical pain you've ever been in? What's the most emotional pain you've ever been in? You know? And I asked people that shit and like people would always have like physical like, Oh, I broke my leg one time and sometimes it was a crazy story and like that's interesting. But also like when people, anytime that the emotional pain thing came up, almost every single time, I would immediately get to, like, see, like, directly into somebody's brain about yeah. some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because, like, I try, if anything, like, I try to, like, steer the conversation, like, as personal and as, like, real as possible. Because I've always, like, had a knack for just to kind of, like, talking to people and right. shit. And I'm not trying to, like, get stuff out of the guests, but I'm trying to, like, get to know them in, like, an hour. Yeah. And I find if you're, like, hey you know, uh, what's your favorite color? Or like, hey, like, tell me about, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your entire life and, like, how you, like, moved on from that. Like, it says a lot more about who you are as a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's, like, one question that keeps kind of, like, coming back. But, like, 30 episodes ago or something like that, I don't remember this, who, who it was specifically, I asked that question towards the end of the podcast after we had had like a lovely conversation and then they were just bummed as fuck for like the rest of the day and like texted me and was like yo like yeah they were like dude i can't stop thinking about this shit like you really like because it was like a therapeutic moment for them and i'm not a therapist you know what i mean wasn't that bad no but they weren't they weren't like stoked about it you know so then i was like i should start asking people i should start giving people the option be like do you want to go in a super dark place or a super light place you do that and okay. like sometimes, and then you know what I mean. Lights like oh, you know, like lovey dovey, beautiful shit or whatever. That's really the only like recurring, I'd say, like segment that's on the podcast. But like, I want to really like change it because like, like the people that listen to it, like almost like expect it's gonna happen now. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. But I, but I like it though. Because yeah. Because I like what when you said uh, engaging with people and people kind of open up more. Um, that's like the whole the whole gist of what I'm doing is like yeah. that allowing people to be vulnerable enough so that we can then connect because mm-hmm. that's where people really start relating is like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I kind of had some fucked up shit that happened. Yeah. And when you hear somebody talk about it in a very, in a very vulnerable way, it's, it allows for like growth. And I don't know. It's just, it's just, I hate to say it's cool to listen to somebody else's yeah. shit, but it's, it's, it is therapeutic in a way. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it when you do that because yeah. it, it's like you, you can have a great conversation, but now let's, let's get, you know, if you want to, let's get deep. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, Because I've, I can relate to a lot of things that people um, talk about and, and I'm sure you can as well. Has that yeah. always been like your, are your experiences in life pushing you to want to learn more about other people's experiences? Yeah. 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 I'll be a hundred percent dude. Like I've had a very, very weird life. Like, very weird life. Yeah, very weird. Like, I grew up, uh, like, middle class, chill family shit. Like, yeah. not really a lot of, like, struggles and whatnot. Like, it was pretty fucking easy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 
and like somewhere around the road i don't know like what went on in my mind but i was like i'm gonna do bad things because it'll be fun <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like what I, like really i'll be telling you what it was like i've told the story on the podcast before like i found out that when you turn 18 if you get arrested like you have to go to like jail and i was like all right well before i'm 18 i'm gonna break like every fucking crime that exists because like i won't get in trouble was yeah. like my thought process which gotcha. is fucking dumb as shit and i was always hanging out with like older kids and like uh like going out and doing dumb shit and like for the span of like from when i was probably like 13 to like 23 was just like chaos of like me putting myself in like the worst case scenarios possible get i got involved with like a lot of like really dumb shit um both like through music and because of music uh to a degree um and like drugs and wild shit and yeah. like i've had some like fucking crazy fun nights and some crazy scary nights and some all this like days and all this other crazy shit right yeah but i say that just because like I like, I just go to work now. I make cool music and shit. Like I tell these funny stories on the podcast every once in a while, but I'm still trying to like figure out like, like all the weird shit that I went through. Like, is, does other people do that shit? Like younger kids and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Or like so. what? You know what I mean? Like, so like I, I try to get to know people, and also see like what's going on with shit you know what i mean yeah. if that makes sense i don't know like you, you mean, know what I mean? like what what's going on with them or what's going on yeah today? yeah yeah just today with them in general you know what i mean because i'm still like so much of the weird shit that i did like back in the day still doesn't even seem like like i don't know how i'm alive you know what gotcha. i mean okay. and i'm like am i lucky or is it just like I'd, oh you also did crazy shit like that and you're alive yeah. you know what i mean it does seem to be yeah. kind of like the like i was a sheltered kid so yeah. when I looked at somebody, like, when you're talking about what you did, and it's always like, how am I still alive? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was the person that always like, yeah, how the hell are you still alive? Yeah, That's yeah. That's to me. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, um, like, there was a lot of, like, fun times and a lot of, like, real bad times and shit, you know? Okay. yeah. But, like, I, I, I had so many, like, weird, like, movie-type nights and shit when I was in, like, high school. Like, going out, I'm, like, linked up with these, like, crazy drug dealers that had like a ton of money and they were like doing all this like really cool lavish shit and i was like 16 and was like yeah like hell yeah like fucking rock and roll you know what i mean just like hanging out with these people and shit uh <laughs> and like had so many crazy parties and shit like i remember when i was like 15 or 16 i went to this party out in like baltimore and there was like they were doing like tattoos live and shit it was like some like baseball players house or like all oh, this just like weird shit you like see that. baseball player like what, yeah like, yeah in the, in the big i don't know and like uh i don't do sports i don't know like sports but the orioles or some the shit orioles. Or Get the, out. so you're uh, at a baseball player's yeah. house he wasn't there what are you doing at 15 16 years going to baltimore how, did, how does that even happen you just like no friend that has a car <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? I remember i used to have like like i would grab money and shit and do whatever i was doing for i used to like sell wine and shit when I was a kid, Holy shit. yeah, Nailer Gang, because the 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 brand of wine was Nailer, okay. and it was right around when like Wiz Khalifa was popping off. Okay, Taylor Gang, so we would call ourselves okay. Nailer Gang. We'd sell fucking bottles of wine, water bottles of wine. I was a little, little young entrepreneur. Yeah, tell me about. Yeah, that. but I wasn't making a lot of money with it, so like I had like you know a couple bucks or whatever, and I would I would go out and buy like cigarettes and then give them to my buddy, and he would drive me around and shit. <laughs> How we got here, uh, but. but no, I love it because it's, <laughs> it's.
it's the whole the young entrepreneurial yeah. life yeah. the i mean when you say something like um i'm hanging around with drug dealers yeah. at 16 years old it was when you say also that before i turn 18 yeah 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 was that always in the back of your mind during every i didn't think i was remember, was i mean like, subconsciously i mean like you felt like I might as well do this now. I mean, because that's a that's a yeah. that's a movie script life. Like just a small little window yeah. you just gave me. Right no, it's bad, bro. I mean, like, so to just for like to put it into perspective, like I hate to and and trust like I'm to the camera to you or whatever. Like I'm not promoting this shit like no, 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 at no. all. This at is all. a this is an organic um, conversation, and and it's great too though. Because if anything, like I've always wanted to be like, hey, like if you're doing shit like this, like. Like, I know a lot of young kids that are making music now these days are, like, doing Percocets and shit. And I'm like, get your shit together. Yeah, get your life together. Like, I never was doing, like, Percocets, but, like, I was, you know, I've tried pretty yeah, much all the drugs or whatever. It's, it's, yeah. And I made it out, and I'm doing, like, yeah, pretty absolutely. well, you know? Um, so I'd hope that, if anything, like, a little bit of the, some of these stories and shit would be, like, hey, like, on my small-scale party and, like, a, like, an adult when I was a teenager, yeah. like, y'all could be okay, right? But, like, I didn't, like, I didn't do the whole like hanging out with kids smoking pot thing okay. and then you know going out to parties and doing all that like unfortunately like most of the kids that i grew up with um are all dead now um because of drugs and shit and i say most of i mean like literally like out of 50 kids maybe like 30 of them are dead wow um which is insane like yeah. somebody just died like the other day and i was just like oh yeah like oh that's wow you know gotcha. um but when I look back, like, before there was the kids that were, like, smoking weed and shit, like, we would, like, strangle each other or, like, hold each other under, like, in, in like, water, yeah. like, pools to, like, pass out because yeah. we would, like, get us high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, like, those kind of kids who I was, like, I, hanging I, I, out with I, and I shit. had friends that did um, that. Fucking dumb. So dumb. <laughs> you know? Um, but then it's funny when I look... It's not funny, but when I look back <laughs> at it, it's like, <laughs> wow, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. we all, like, look at us, like, where we are now, you know? Um, for the most part. Right. Um, but yeah, like I was kind of involved with like that, like fucking, you know, let's send it f all the way. And if, you know, I didn't think I was going to like live until I was like 18. Okay, I was no. like, there was like, there was like no way in my well, head. You already had that I was, I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to make it to like 21. Like, are you kidding me? Doing what you're you know doing, what I mean? Just, yeah. Like, like just, already, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, you know, I was doing dumb shit. Yeah. Sending it like real hard, which then was cool because by the time I was like 20, I was like, I'm kind of over this whole, like, party life and shit. I'm just going to, like, make music and, like, hang out. And then I definitely, like, raged for a couple years. Um, but by the time I was, like, 23, 24, definitely 24, I was like, I'm done with this shit. 100%. Like, were you, were you at you know, that walk point away meeting more people all. that maybe, because they always say, you know, who you surround yourself with will predict your future yeah are you surrounding yourself with different people as as rock 10 starting that sounds about the same time yeah it is it saved like, me man i'm not yeah. gonna lie like i there was definitely like in the very beginning like rock 10 we were like i started with this other guy uh sawyer klein um who i went to high school with who yeah. i always say his name publicly like i got mad love for him like we did the shit together um but then like you know, I don't want to disparage his shit too much. We were young. We were doing a lot of dumb shit. I'll let you use your imagination on this to a degree. Sure. But, like, we were DJing, like, a lot of, like, raves. Uh, you know, where, like, people do, like, ecstasy and stuff. Sure. And, like, you know, we were, like, involved with all that stuff, you know. And uh, uh, it kind of got, like, priorities were changed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a blast. I had a really 
it was like a year or two of like having a really good old time but like um you know shit comes to an end and then i go off my own way and i start getting a little bit more serious about recording i don't know whatever happened to sawyer i never saw him again one day he just literally like wasn't there anymore that's usually how life is though people just come and go and you you have to kind of move on. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, like I say it on every other podcast platform. I don't do it on Airspace anymore because it's, like, gotten, like, cliche. Yeah. But, like, if you ever hear of Sora Klein, like, tell That's him I said what up. Because, like, no one ever saw him again. Gotcha. Like, I don't even know if he's alive. I, like, Google his name, like, yeah. every a couple months and shit. Hey, you look him up on Can't find anything. Really? He's a ghost. That's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, especially in today's day and age, I can find. Yeah, it. no, I know. I've paid for like services and shit, like to be like, cause well, I, yeah, cause you're concerned. I was like, dude, I was like, dude, this kid's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no, you know what happened? Cause I know, he, like, we, you know, we were, we were doing some dumb shit. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we started out doing that, and then you know that relationship kind of broke apart, and I just went full in on the music and was gotcha. like, I'm gonna spend all like my time doing this and not like and not to lie i did make like a whole lot of friends and a whole lot of connections at that time like within party scenes and promoters and musicians and like all that kind of shit and i was already kind of tapped into that world anyways but then yeah i mean just like the focus of like being in the studio by myself like trying to learn how to make beats for like a summer or whatever like i kind of stepped away like stopped hanging out with a lot of people yeah and now like i just try to surround myself with like you know, engineers that I respect and that I think are better at me and people that, you know, start businesses and people that I can learn from and yeah. shit, you know? That's what you got to do is surround yourself with people that, yeah. are, that you want to get to that level. Yeah. What did Rock 10, the name Rock 10? <laughs> Dude, so I've been debating on, like, whether or not I should stop telling people this shit because it is kind of a cool name. <laughs> uh, let me have this internal monologue with myself for Sure, a go for it. You don't have to share it if you don't yeah. want to. No, I don't know. I feel like, you know, actually, yeah, no. I, I have told the story of where it came from on some episode of Earspace. I don't know which one. Okay. So just go find it on there. I'll tell you off, okay. Mike, but okay, almost keep enough. it. We'll keep it as a as a, a secret for Would the you, listeners out there. Am I am I not to, to put that in the, when I do my intro? Do I not? No, 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 no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off okay. air. You keep that. Keep that between us. Okay. Because it's a enough. dumb story. Or fair enough. Hey, <laughs> whatever. Whatever you want to do, brother. Yeah. Rock shout out Rock Ten or OK One Zero Productions. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. It stands out. It's dope. It's 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 yeah. like a it's like a logo within itself. Just the spelling with the yeah. number. So that's why I asked. But um, yeah, man, I I think um, I think what you're doing with Ear Space and what it sounds like what, you, what you're doing with with Rock Ten Productions is um, phenomenal because I can see like just getting to know you, especially today. Yeah. Like there, there's a lot of upswing here with what you got coming along. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love listening to the podcast. And I'm, are you like as far as music? Are you do you? make music now yeah yeah so talk yeah yeah um so like rock 10 productions is the umbrella company if you will right yeah we record we mix we master we do like corporate work we do audio stuff i do um uh what's it called like consulting for other podcasts all that other like that's all just like the business side of shit right then there's your space where interview people and that's just that whole thing then there's where i make beats right and i also do like production work for a variety of different things right so that's all again kind of more like the money shit like you can artists buy instrumentals for me uh people lease out instrumentals for like videos 
I'm really trying to break into like the world of like AAA game development. Okay. Um, but it's like real hard to get into that if you're not like tapped in with some some good connections. So I'm trying to make those connections. Fair enough. Uh, hit me up if you know any yeah. game developers out there or anything. Um, but there's that, and then there's just like a solo stuff, like as a musician. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of songs that I make and like beats that I make and um, like full tracks that I make that like no one's heard before. And then there's a there's a whole other side of everything that I do at the studio with my quote-unquote free time. Yeah, because um, you're busy, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, on, on average, like, I work every day except for Thursdays. Thursday's my day off. Um, and I'm normally there from, like, 8 to 11. Uh, pretty much every day. when you're working like that, but you're loving what you're doing? 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., I should say that. Not 8 a.m. Like, I'm not wow. there for three hours. Like, yeah. that would be shit work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> I work for three hours a day. I mean, hey, yeah, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, if you can work for only three hours a week or a day or whatever, like, good on you. I'm just a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obsessive with it. But, yeah, for sure. I think you have to be. Yeah. Well, no, I think if you love what you're doing, it doesn't, it feels good to be obsessive. Right, right, right. you want to better it. Right, Um, right. But, yeah, I, like, free time or whatever, um, I've been working on, so when I kind of went all over the place with like my journey or whatever right oh, I love it. but like band then djing from djing getting into recording and production making my own beats making electronic music so i always wanted to be like a you know a rate like marshmallow or some shit i was yeah. like that'll be sick right because yeah. like i don't know how to play the bass so i can figure out how to like make music with a keyboard or whatever yeah. right um from that then to like engineering and then engineering like for real and then like quitting my job at engineering like for real for real and doing that whole thing to now, like, full circle, I have this album. It's all house music. It's, a, okay. it's 12 songs. I've been working on it for, like, six years. Oh, wow. I'm very happy to announce, I'll do it on your show, that it is done. It's called oh. Breakfast with Strangers. I'm going to be releasing it probably at the end of the year this oh, year. Oh, really? Breakfast with Strangers? Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be part of a three um, series of albums that I'm going to release, like, as a solo artist. Fair, fair enough. This yeah. is the first of three at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, yeah, one, one's going to come out this year. Okay. The next one's going to come out at some point. And it's going to be the same, like, what, Breakfast of Strangers, Volume 2? Uh, or do you not, have you not I know, I know, I know what they're going to be called. Okay, so you're keeping yeah. that close to the yeah, test yeah, yeah. as well. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, there's the theme to it. Okay. But, um, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. And then there's, you know, like I do, um, like I try to not overwork myself or like over stress myself out by just like throwing projects my way a whole lot. But there's two EPs that I'm working on or technically three EPs that I'm working on right now that are all like original instrumentation, um, uh, working with like one or two specific artists developing all their stuff for them and then like recording all their stuff mixing it for them all that good shit um i have a a three song ep with veto underrated that's coming out soon we're just buttoning up um one last song for that i have an ep with uh nivy perez that's coming out at some point soon that's turning into more of like an actual album sweet so i don't know when that's gonna come out and then uh i have another ep with uh uh, soul true and uh, nico woods that we're hoping to be able to actually perform part of it live at the next 108 experience in July, okay. I think is when that is. I'm not sure. I should know. I'm okay. doing sound for it's it. It's all good. But <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of sound in your Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, there's that's like where like the solo music stuff comes in. Nice. I gotta, I'll play some shit then. I'm, I'm, yeah. I have a whole lot of stuff that no one's heard that's like 
real, real, real weird. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, I I don't want to hold you up anymore. Oh, you're good. It's getting late, but I love talking about uh, podcasts with you. I love talking about Rock 10 with you. Hell yeah, man. Um, It was nice to finally meet you. I look forward to continuing to interact with you, hopefully more in the future. I know I'm going to see you shortly here on your podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, So, again, thank you for stopping by, man. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to wrap this up. This is uh, Byron Morrison and uh, episode 28 of Journeyman Chronicles. Thank you, sir, for stopping by. Thanks for having me, man. Check out rock10productions.com. That's R-O-K-1-0-productions.com. You can also find us on Google, Google Rock 10 Productions, Earspace Podcast on Instagram. All that good stuff is on our website at rock10productions.com. Thank you for having me. Hey, you heard the man. Check out Rock 10 Productions. Google it. Look it up on social media. They are doing great things. If you got a band, if you're an artist, you're a solo artist, you uh, you, you want to get some recording done, he's the guy. Okay, he's got the space, he's got the knowledge, and he's just a great dude. Had a good good time talking with Byron. It was great to to finally meet him. I'll be putting some some links in the description of this episode to check out the website, check out the beats that Byron's making. The uh, background music that I played a couple times throughout this episode. Those are beats produced by Byron rock 10 productions personally uh you know as a cat that used to rap and loves hip-hop i love the beats so i would implore you please if you don't know this man get hit to him and rock 10 productions byron morrison thank you very much for stopping by the journeyman chronicles i appreciate you all for checking out this episode and showing your support the journeyman chronicles intro and outro theme music is produced by soilo with real music and film And as always, remember, maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. My name is Felix C. Arroyo, and these are the Journeyman Chronicles. Y'all be safe. Peace.